It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. All right, welcome aboard. Uh, it's it's a Friday the 13th, and I've already had a Friday the 13th moment. Well, it, it's <laughs> hopefully it's a, it's a good show because, well, we have some, some exciting things to talk about. I saw a pair of St. Clair Marine City games, one on the girls, one on the boys' side, and they were both interesting in their own ways. Um. Yeah, I, I I'd like to tell you I saw some good games the last two days, but I really haven't. No, I gotta, I, I gotta be honest about you that. You saw a couple of blowouts. Yeah, it uh, it it got ugly fast in uh, in both the games that I saw. But we'll get to all the uh, the details. We'll go back. We'll start with uh, Wednesday first, and then we'll talk about uh, Thursday in the second segment. And then in our final segment, it's actually a pretty interesting weekend, and there's a lot of big Friday night games that we'll get to on the show today. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention. The herd takes notice. And the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 250-7520. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Bean here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. 
Dura Clean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call Dura Clean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor. 810-982-7044. DuraClean by Bachelor. Finding that missing shin guard. Remembering whether it's a home or away game. Getting the right kid to the right playing field on the right day. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with auto owners, insurance doesn't have to be one of them. We work with independent agents who keep insurance simple so you can worry about more important things. Like not being that fan. Oh, come on, ref. That's simple human sense. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You're back with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. And uh, uh, Brady, uh, you'll you'll laugh at me because uh, I don't get on the hype train that much and I don't make really like broad, bold predictions, number one. And number two, this probably isn't really that broad or bold a prediction. No, I think people have been saying this since about the first game of the year, but Uh, go ahead. I I think Catholic Central is going to win a state championship this year in hockey. And it might not be close. It might not be close. Okay, they they beat Northern on Wednesday, eleven to nothing, and, and I'll get to the particulars of that in a minute. But so through thirteen games this year, they're thirteen and zero. Brady, they've outscored their opposition eighty-two to seven. Okay, they have more shutouts than they have allowed goals. And they were doing this against Brother Rice, Cranbrook, uh, Gross Point South, St. Mary's, Heartland. Like, they are just stomping good teams. They've had, like, one competitive game. Brighton gave them a game. It was 2-1. to one. Yeah. Other than that, they what's the next closest game? Four goals? Uh, I think there's a – let's look. There's a 3-1 to one game against St. Mary's. Okay. So so there you go. And Northern and the beat next St. Mary's. 6-2 against Brother Rice. Yeah. I mean, they have just been destroying teams. They had seven on Northern in the first period. They had the first two. Like I, I was barely settled in on the broadcast, and already I'm going, it's two to nothing. It, it, there was one time in the first period – I was writing down a goal, and the kid scored again. And I looked up and just got like, oh, they just scored again. I hadn't even finished writing down Urbane's number, and Urbane scored again, and he had a hat trick 738 into the game. Yeah. The, their, their number one line is super good. Their number two line is really good. Their number three line is good, and their fourth line is above average. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and don't get me started on their defense pairings either. Yeah, no, um, they're they are as much of a super team as you'll see and it's like I don't want to just say no, don't play the playoffs, but I mean, don't be surprised if when the playoffs come around, Catholic Central doesn't have a game within a couple goals. So they 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 started like their number 2 guy 
their their number two guy going into the game was six and zero with three shutouts and a zero point seven five goals against average, and he got a shutout, so all those numbers went down. And their number one guy has a zero five five goals against and a nine fifty five save percentage. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean when wow. it, they've given up two goals one twice this year. Yeah, I mean it's. It's yeah, ridiculous. So Northern was fighting an uphill battle all the all the way there. The, uh, again, I don't dislike this Northern team, but I'm going to make this statement, and it might upset some people. I don't know. Now is the time. They need to get out of the MIHL. This cannot be fun for their kids, and they would be competitive in the MAC. They'd probably win the MAC most years. That they would be competitive. The, the problem is the there's Mac, not, there's the not Mac a lot of isn't ever going to be the MIHL, but the Mac is better now than it has ever been before. But the thing is, like, the Mac isn't great. Obviously. Like, the, the good teams are good, but there's a lot of bad in the Mac. The problem is there's no middle ground to go to. It's There's no kind of, comp- like, pretty competitive teams that always compete for a regional top-to-bottom league. It's either the absolute gauntlet of the MIHL or a Mac where – You'll be in a league with four or five teams, and maybe two of them are worth playing. Yeah, I mean, I, I I get it. The tradition and everything, you're a founding member of the league. I understood when Daryl McCarroll was the, the coach why he never wanted to leave that league and, and why, you know, I get all of that, and I get playing that higher competition makes you better in the playoffs. But even if you look at the playoffs – What's happening to them? They're playing MAC teams in the regional, and last year they didn't win the regional. Right. A lot of years they would win the regional, then you get to the quarterfinal, and you'd play somebody from the MIHL, and you'd get beaten. Right. It's uh, there's a lot of ways to look at it. I mean, the looking at all right. Let's look at the MAC red because that's obviously where they would go if they went somewhere else. Anchor Bay is a solid team. They're nine five and one. They played a one one tie with them this year. When the two teams played, that's a good hockey game. Chippewa Valley United, we you have Northern seen them. would beat them. Yeah, they're they're eight and four this year. Ike is six and four. Romeo six and six. And actually, in last place is Lance Cruz Unified, who had to, went to the quarterfinal last right, year. Right, and this year kind of stole one from Northern in a game that made you scratch your head a little bit. Yeah, because Northern was by far the better team. But I'm just saying, even even if you're not getting results, wouldn't you rather be playing? Four to three games, three to two games, two to one games, then playing an eleven nothing game that was over five minutes into the game. Well, and then the other part of it is the elephant in the room that we always talk about when Northern loses an O'Flanagan and a Barless and a Sheffer, they just have to hope there's another young crop coming up. When Catholic Central and Cranbrook and De La Salle and all them lose a top scorer, they just go find another one. Um, they just go get another yeah. one to come to the school. And if they're down, that means they found one, but they're a freshman and a sophomore. Yeah, but the, again, their freshman and sophomore are so much bigger because Northern's plan, freshman and sophomore, they're just not big enough yet. They haven't grown into their bodies. They've got some guys out there that – just aren't when when I see uh, Hunter Christopher and Tyson Scotcher are going to be nice players, 
Um, but when they're lined up across from Kale Rogowski and Brooke Rogowski, those two kids look seven feet tall compared to the northern kids. And it's it's just it can't be fun for them. And and I get oh you got to play the the no not when it's you're not getting anything out of those two periods on Wednesday night. There is nothing your team got out of those two periods that's going to help you down the road. Well, and just for reference, this year here are the results in the in their MIHL games. Uh, d- 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 uh, they lost to Catholic Central eight nothing the first time. Beat St. Mary's three to two. Lost to Brother Rice eight nothing. Lost to Brother Rice nine to one. Lost to Catholic Central eleven nothing. South isn't in the MIHL, are they? There, it's a crossover game. And it's a six four loss in that one then. Yeah. So they're in the MIHL South, right? Yeah. And they get uh, Trenton on Saturday. Mm. So, um, but. And if you want, you want last year's scores just to go back. Well, and and even you go back to okay, they beat St. Mary's, yeah, huge upset, right? And they won that night because Alcomo was out of his mind, sensational in goal, mm-hmm. not because they dominated the game. They got dominated. It was like the Lance Cruz unified game, right? Northern dominated, and somehow the the game ended, and they're like, "What? We lost." Orchard Lake St. Mary's was doing that that night, going, "We dominated. What? We lost." And the thing with the MIHL is I think out of the last three years, the the nine possible state championships that have been won, I think they've won like seven. Yeah. No, it, it's like a, I know in it's the, the best league in the state. In the COVID year, they won all three. Last year, I know Catholic Central won. I'll have to look it up, but I'm pretty sure they won a few that like go back the last however many years, they've won more than half the state titles, that league alone. But I just, uh, this is just my own personal belief. I don't control anything and I don't influence anybody. But um, uh, I just think now is the time that you you change over from the MIHL. And even if it's not the MAC, find another league. Make an I-69 league with some of the, the Flint uh, Midland Bay City teams. Well, and because they've been competitive when they play in those KLAAMIHL showcases, yeah. they beat those teams. Like, and that's where, like, that's and the isn't level. that more fun being competitive and winning games, right? And it's just it's it's really tough because that you're just playing against the stack deck all the time. Like, there's never. It's not that the top of the league's really good, but when you go around to the bottom part, you have a little relief. No, it's just gauntlet after gauntlet after gauntlet. For yeah, you. I mean, there there are years where you're going to compete with De La Salle and, and some of these other teams, but most years those teams are going to be, uh, if nothing else, bigger than you. And at that point, too, it becomes an issue with me where I, I'm actually afraid somebody's going to get hurt. Because the size difference for some of the players is, it, it's just, it's not good. It's, it's like everybody that Catholic Central throws over the boards is big and fast. And not everybody that Northern throws over the boards can compete at, the, at that size. Right. So that's, uh, that's just my little rant for the day that's going to upset all the, the hockey people. But I've been around hockey for a long time. I'm not saying I know it all, but I'm saying that that couldn't have – I know that that wasn't any fun for those Northern kids. 
and and I'm to me I'm thinking about the kids. Right. So um, so, anyways, that's what happened in hockey on Wednesday. Um, the the Urbane kid had three goals and two assists and was out of his mind, and he wasn't the only one. <laughs> yeah, that's a super team. Yeah. So let's get to basketball. Um, so there were just three boys games, so let's shoot through this. Brown City, they were all up in the thumb in the GTC East. Brown City beat Memphis 56-30. to Brady, you looked it up. Muxlow had 30 in that 30 one. 30 in the win. Yeah, he, he's kind of had a, a streak. Every time we mention his name, he's 30 or better. Yeah. He's, he does the bulk of the scoring for Brown City. Um, Ubley beats K-Pack 55-35, and Sandusky beats Harbor Beach 36-30, so that's a tight game with a rival. Yes, it is. I was at girls basketball, Marine City and St. Clair, and this was a big one. They're the only two undefeated teams left in the Matt Gold. Uh, was at Marine City. It was a fun atmosphere, and, well, Marine City just, Played a little better the whole way through, basically. Uh, they won 41-36. St. Clair didn't score their first points until two minutes in two, or two minutes left in the first quarter. Marine City, you know, we talked about them being able to score. The identity of that Marine City team is their defense. It really is because when they've played tough opponents, look at what they've done. Look at what they did to Yale. Look what they did to Frazier. Look what they did to St. Clair. It's their defense that carries the water for them. Yeah, um, and, and they, I'm, yeah, they do have the capability to score big. But even when they score big, like they, had, what was the one game this year? Like seventy to 75 eleven, five to eleven. Yeah. yeah, and those are against teams that aren't really great. You look at any team that's been pretty good. And by the way, Warren Fitz, they're one of their two losses is like ten and zero. So yeah, uh, guess there's a lot of good freshmen there, right? Yeah, um, yeah, sure, uh, <laughs> but. Even against Marysville, held them to 39, hold, holds Yale to 24, holds Frazier to 30, St. Clair to 36. This is a defensive team, and they just frustrated St. Clair. They could never get any real rhythm going, uh, and St. Clair made a late surge, but they could only get it within five, and Marine City holds on for the 41-36 win. 11 points from both Volkman and Jade Blanchard. Jocelyn Dietland had nine. So they, for the most part, I mean, you held players in check. The, the one that hurt was Volkman hitting three threes. And that's the one that really sank them because those were the only threes Marine City hit in the game. For St. Clair, Saros had 18, but I bet 12 or 14 of those came in the second half. And she had 18. The next leading score for St. Clair had five. And that's where it hurt them. I mean, you had one girl score half your points and no one else can get over five. You got to have a way to get that secondary scoring. But I give Marine City credit. They they run with teams and they tire them out and they stay in front and they dare you to shoot them out. And a lot of teams really can't. They haven't given up uh, 40 points since their loss to Fitz back on December 8th. And that's yeah. the only time they've given up more than 40 points in a game. So they're obviously playing good defense. The other thing about it is if Blanchard and Dietland aren't scoring, it doesn't mean they're not playing well. Right. Cause I they, thought Blanchard played really well defensively. Because yeah, they play good defense and they rebound. Yes. Yes, they do. And it's it's just a – it's not a, a – like, 
an exciting team, like one that you look at and go, oh, wow, they're so much fun to watch. But they just get the job done. And if they can get to 40 points offensively, like I just said, they're going to win a lot more than they lose. And they've beaten two of their biggest competitors in league. They go down to Roseville. They're going to beat Roseville. I know Roseville is the other team in that league that might have a prayer, but I think Marine City is going to have no problem down there. And that means they'll go through the first round of league play unbeaten, putting them on the inside track for the league title. But if you're St. Clair, you got to stay focused because they've got a big game uh, coming up uh, tonight, actually. Yeah, they have Frazier at home. Um, but you know you get a second chance. Mm-hmm. You get a second chance. They still technically control their own destiny. Yeah. If they win out, I mean, they, the worst that they can do is tie with Marine City, and, yeah, they get them at their place next time. Yeah, so um, that that was one. I, I'm actually I'm happy that it was a competitive game because yeah. I was worried about one team blowing the other team out. Marine City got up double digits in the second half, and St. Clair, they scored 15 points in the fourth quarter. Before that quarter, they had 21 points. Because so it, they, they got the offense going. It was just a, it was too late. Because obviously for us, we want the goal to go through whoever wins between these two teams. Right. But we also want it to be competitive. You don't want it to be like, oh, one side beat the other by 30 both times they played. Yeah, and the thing for St. Clair that, that they struggle with is, well, Marine City, they just packed it in, said – okay, shoot us out of it, and they couldn't. They hit a bank in three, and Aaron Saros hit a three, and that's all they had, and they said, all right, do it again, and they couldn't. Yeah. And that's that's what hurt them because St. Clair likes to attack on the dribble drive. They like to get into the paint, and Marine City wasn't letting them do that. So I give a lot of credit to Marine City. They're playing really well. After losing a lot, we knew they were bringing some back, but they still lost a good group of seniors, and they've now won five straight going through league play. Their last loss was to Marysville, which they wouldn't see again until, well, no, they could see them in the crossover because the blue crosses over with the Golden Girls basketball. Yeah. So if they both win their leagues, which, by the way, Marysville, still undefeated in Mac blue play. They go up a division and just keep winning. They could see each other in the champion versus champion game. But how about Marysville? They play Stevenson. Smother them. 43-18. A school three, four times their size. No problem. And with a history of playing decent basketball. They're bad like Steven, this year. They're, yeah, they're bad this year, but in the past, Stevenson has had some good players and good teams. Yeah. And uh, Marysville, just all over them. Mar- Marysville has kind of quietly been real solid this year cuz they're 8 and 3 but remember they started 1 and 2 so that means they're 7 and 1 since and it's kind of gone under the radar cuz that's how Marysville does it they don't do anything flashy they just they just win uh they lost to Parma Western 62 to 30 and in the three games since they haven't given up 62 points yeah, they, they they actually they lost that game, and the next day they had the big overtime win uh, at SC4. Yeah, against Meridian. And then they got back into league play, held Chip Valley to 13, and held Stevenson to 18. Talk <laughs> about a defensive team. <laughs> but now they have a big one against Warren Cusno. They're the other team trying to challenge Marysville in the league along with Southlake. Marysville's already beaten Southlake. Cousineau, 
Uh, lost to South Lake. That's who Marysville has tonight at home. That is a big game for Marysville. If they want to go up in the Mac Blue and win that league. Yeah, um, and I, I think they they have a chance. We'll we'll see how tonight's game goes with with Cousino. Be interested to see that score, but I just have a feeling at home, they just, Marysville will suffocate everybody that comes in They're playing in the in void at Marysville, yep. where apparently because there's white walls and the, and the <laughs> rims are stiff, yeah, which I still don't buy, <laughs> that that's why teams can't score at Marysville. Okay, um, a little higher up, uh, I just want to throw this one, and this was a high-scoring game. Utica Ford beat Anchor Bay 63-41. High-scoring game where... Did Port Huron Northern just out of nowhere, 60 to 30, they crush Romeo, who's like battling for the top of the white? Yeah, and I when I first saw that, I went, oh, okay, they beat one of the, the down teams in their league. They got a win. And then we I looked at it more. I'm like, wait a minute. No, it's the boys' team that's down. Yeah. Ro- Romeo's Ro- girls Ro- are good. Romeo's girls, that was their first league loss. They're battling Ford for the top spot. They were 6-2, and two, and they get body slammed by 30 by Northern. Were they just taking out a half a season's worth of frustration in this one game? Well, clearly the, they found some offense. There was something there. Uh, I know Jade Friedman scored over 20, but other kids were scoring for Northern on this night. And and you know what, Brady? They do have kids that, that can score. They just haven't had that night, obviously until this game, where everybody's hitting shots on the same night. Well, yeah, this was what I kind of expected from Northern after that first night. Jade Freeman, 23. Kate Nichols, 11. Shannon Falco, 8. Marissa Ramos, 7. That makes up a good bulk of your scoring. That makes up, what, 49 points of scoring. That's that's pretty solid, and that's what I thought this Northern team could do. Maybe Romeo wasn't taking them too seriously, a 2-8 and eight team, and Northern... That's a very good one. That has to be a confidence booster for the Huskies. Yeah, because I saw them earlier in the week at Yale, and Jade had 17. Nobody else on the team had more than five. Right. So a big turnaround from that game to this game. So that's that's a heck of a win against the top team in their league. They have Utica tonight. Now can they follow it up? Can they follow it up after a big win? Should be a mature team. And take care of a team they're, they're the favorite against. Yeah, Utica comes in their own four in league uh, play. And, and if if you're the Northern girls, you got to kind of walk the walk now tonight. Mm-hmm. You got to go out and say, we just put 60 up on Romeo. Let's show people that's not a fluke because you're playing a team that you should be able to score on tonight and that you should be able to stop defensively. Yeah, you go down to Utica and, hey, go get a win on the road. Go follow it up because, yeah, you have a great taste in your mouth right now. Put it back-to-back wins. You go in the weekend, you're riding high going into next week. Utica's lost six of their last seven games. They've beaten Frazier, Stevenson, and Adams. They lost to Anchor Bay by nine. They lost to Romeo by nine, so they're a competitive team. Last two games have been a bit of a blowout, but, hey, go on the road, get a win. Yeah. Follow it up. Stack wins together because they've had isolated wins stacks them together, and really build this momentum going into the second half of the season. Because you can have a good second half because you can compete with Lakeview and Anchor Bay. Yes. And, and you've already shown that, that you beat Romeo once. Yeah. I mean, again, I'm not saying you're going to be the miracle team and win the white, 
But I'm saying you can be a team now that's a solid team in the white. Yeah. You can have a good year in that league, which is what you hoped when you moved out of the red. Because I think everyone in the white now is kind of looking out of the, the white side of their bad. eye and going, okay, what's this northern team all about? Yeah. Like that, that score should have caught a lot of people's eyes. Yes. Certainly yep. caught ours. Uh, and then PH and Lance Cruz North and PH being PH. 28 to 20. That is such a pH score. Yeah. <laughs> and they were probably really happy with the effort, <laughs> yeah. especially defensively. I know Lance Cruz North isn't what they've been, but you still went there and got a win. And you got it, and yeah, it was a little bit of an ugly win. Who cares? That's how, you, that's how pH plays. They muck it up. They make things not fun to play against. And you get a win. Hey, just... Hold a team to 20 points. I don't care. Any team in the red gets held to 20. That's a good night. Well, the, the thing is, is they needed it because they were 0-2 in league. And yep. They had two tough league games to start, but they were 0-2 in league. And also, it puts them back over 500 overall. We know that they're better than 5-4. and four. Well, they've also played just a they've brutal They've played tough schedule. teams, yeah. They've only had maybe one game where they thought they should win before the ball was tipped, and they knew they were going to. So and so to me, might not you might look at that and go, was that a football game? But <laughs> it it was a girls basketball game, and it, and to me it was a high quality win for uh, the PH uh, girls. All right, uh, we had a uh, bunch of games last night as well. We'll get to that in just uh, a moment uh, as we run down the uh, Thursday highlights when we come back here on the Tri County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports podcast. Get ready for outdoor fun at Alpine Cycles in downtown Port Huron. Skateboards, bikes, longboards, and accessories. They have everything you need to enjoy the warm weather. Alpine Cycles offers the best selection, and they're always getting new daily arrivals. Stop by Alpine Cycles today at 762 Huron Avenue at the corner of Huron and Glenwood or call 982-9281. Open Monday from 10 until 6, Friday and Sunday, noon to 4. When you run with us on a Gator UTV, the engine has your full attention, the herd takes notice, and the trail meets its match. Because with effortless four-wheel drive and our smoothest shifting transmission yet, nothing runs like a deer. Search John Deere Gator for more. Contact one of Tri-County Equipment's 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carroll, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky, or visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 Do you have the right financial advisor to help you reach your goals? Ameriprise Advisors can create a personalized, goal-based plan to help you prepare for whatever life brings so you can feel more confident about your financial future. 
Call Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. That's 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. Ameriprise Financial Services, LLC. Member FINRA and SIPC. Mattress King has been locally owned and operated for over 40 years. With locations in Port Huron, Richmond, Lapeer, Chesterfield, and Hall Road, they are the best one-stop shop for your sleeping and mattress needs. Mattress King carries all the top brands such as Serta, Stearns & Foster, Sealy, iComfort, and Tempur-Pedic. Not only do they have the best prices and best service in the area backed by hundreds of five-star reviews, they also offer interest-free financing and no-credit check programs for those with less than stellar credit. Once you get your mattress, they offer free local delivery on all purchases $6.99 and up. When you think sleep, think Mattress King. Are you getting out of a lease or ready to trade in your vehicle? Stop by Jepson Car Company and we'll be here to assist you. We are constantly buying out lease vehicles and almost always putting money into your pocket. No matter what you owe, we can help. If you don't see your perfect vehicle in our lot, we will help you find it. Our purchasing team has decades of experience to help find the vehicle that is best for you. Call Jepson today at 810-662-3048 or stop by at 5277 Gratiot Avenue in St. Clair. This is Lucy Harris. I'm a class of 2022 senior, and I play on the golf team at Port Huron Northern. As a Port Huron school student, I had the opportunity to participate in the most extracurricular and academic opportunities in the region. I can even earn free college credits from the Blue Water Middle College. At Port Huron Schools, I am treated as an individual, and my teachers care about my specific needs. After graduating, I plan to study abroad and attend college to eventually become a teacher. That's my Port Huron School story. What will yours be? Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back. Dennis and uh, Brady, Tri-County Equipment, Get Stuck on Sports uh, podcast. A um, couple of hockey games last night that I'll get to real quick. Uh, Stevenson beats uh, Port here on Unified 8 to nothing at uh, McMoran. That's all right. PH was saving it for Bishop Foley. Yeah, right. Uh, and a uh, high-scoring game for Anchor Bay by their standards. They beat Bloomfield Hills, though, on the road 6-4 to four last night. I didn't get any details other than the score on those uh, two uh, games last night. Um, and real quick because uh, it's a busy weekend this weekend. How about Thumb Legion? They're going to do a road trip. They're going to go to Manistee tonight, which is over on the west side of the state, south of Traverse City, north of Muskegon. It's kind of in the It's like a three-, four-hour drive. Yeah, and then they're not going to come all the way home from that game. They're going to stop and play Essexville-Garber in Bay City on Saturday. Getting their miles in. Hopefully yes. the weather holds up for them. And a doubleheader at McMorrin on Saturday. Northern and Trenton is the first game. Marysville and Utica is the second game. So uh, those those should be some uh, fun. All right, let's let's get to the basketball. There were three girls BWAC games last night before we get into what we saw, uh, Brady. North Branch beats Armada. 53-31. We knew North Branch was good. We wanted to know how Armada st- stacked up to them. Not so good last night. No, and North Branch is setting themselves up for when they play MLA City for it to be a showdown for the driver's seat in the BWAC. They'll yeah. play each other next week on the 20th. A week from today, next Friday, North Branch hosts MLA City. All right, MLA City beat Croslex 44-34 to last night. 
That and Croslex has been weird because they lost a game to Almont. I thought they would be the favorite in, but then they play a good MLA City team and it, the scores can be deceiving. I mean, yeah. it could have been a twenty-point game the whole game, and then they scored ten near the end. But that's a but it, competitive yeah, it, showing. Yeah, it a sounds game that like last they were year, they would have lost by thirty-five. Yeah. Uh, and Yale gets a, a 48-23 to win over Algonac. Um, a couple of wins for Yale this week. I know the one was against Northern, not in league, but it, I think that's a nice win, especially when you see what Northern did in their next game. Right. I think that's a, a nice week for Yale. But how about North Branch just throwing the hammer down every single chance they get? They're 9-1 on the year. Their only loss is a two-point loss at Oxford. They're running the gambit in the BWAC. They really haven't had a close game in the BWAC. Their closest one was an 11-point win at Almont. They beat Yale by 20. They beat Armada by 22. Richmond and Algonac, neither of them got over 20 points. North Branch is a really darn good basketball team, and they're, well, they won't play MLA City in MLA City until February, but that could be the one that maybe breaks that MLA City home winning streak. Well, we'll see, because I want to see what, Emily City does on the road at North Branch. If North Branch blows them out at home, then I'll jump on that bandwagon, Brady. I, I promise. But again, I'm holding pat that until somebody knocks Emily City off, they're still the, the queens of the BWAC. And I know the Marysville game was the first game of the year. That game was played in November, but what Marysville's done since has made that win look a lot better for North Branch, yep. beating the Vikings by 17. Oh, I, I know if they play I've again. I've seen North Branch play last year, and I know a lot of those girls are back this year. I know they're good. And I know Marysville, if they played them again, it probably wouldn't be a 17-point game because they've started to find their rhythm, but that, that's still a really impressive win. Yeah. All right. Let, let's get to the boys' basketball. Uh do you want to start what we saw, or, or do you want to start with the games we didn't see? Let's start with what we saw. I'll go first, because I saw the other St. Clair Marine City, the boys' edition, and St. Clair exercised some demons. Uh, they they had lost six straight. All six games were winnable. I mean, I gave the stat on the last show. They were either tied or in the lead in the final two minutes of the last six games they lost. They came in this game 1-7 against an 0-8 Marine City team. But St. Clair was the heavy favorite despite only having the one win. And they kind of showed it. In the first quarter, St. Clair went up 8 nothing on Marine City. And you're like, all right, they're, they're getting into rhythm. They're doing what they need to do. And then Marine City hit two threes. And there was kind of a little bit of a feeling like, all right, are we really going to do this tonight? Is, is Marine City going to figure out a way to just hit shots? Because both threes were bang, bang, like, 20 seconds apart and it's a two-point game well after that point in the first half they gave up five more points St. Clair would go on to score 22 more points it'd be 30 to 11 at halftime St. Clair would go on to win 55-22 smothering defense St. Clair was unconscious from three it started with Braylon Essien he hit three threes in the first half at 13 points in the first he ended with 13 points as well because he didn't really have to play as much and then Jackson Oles he took over the second half he hit four total threes including a buzzer beater at the end of the third quarter to kind of put the final stamp on it saying yeah we're up by 30 now you you don't have a chance he finished with 12 Ellis hit a three, Nesbitt hit a three, Franz hit a three, 
Franz was wearing the Rip Hamilton mask, so that was fun to see. <laughs> and they just smothered Marine City. Josh Vandeviver had 10, but he was one of only three Mariners to score. And, in fact, only him and Liam Adams scored until midway through the fourth quarter when the bench empties and Johnny Hand got four points. So you hold Marine City only three players scoring to 22 points. St. Clair needed that win. Their two wins, they have won by a combined 75 points. And their three losses, I think, have been by, or their seven losses have been by 36. And 13 yeah. came in one. They, they, they've had a lot of heart heartbreakers this year. Like, we knew that two and seven doesn't reflect how they've been playing, but the, they couldn't buy one. And so, to, to me, we call both games this week must wins. And they had the overtime loss against PH, and it was, again, another one of those frustrating games where we're right there. Why can't we figure this out? And I like the fact that, okay, if you can't figure out how to win the close ones, let's not have it be close at the end. Right. And, and, and they went. That's the good and, news. And they did to Marine City what this St. Clair team should do to this Marine City The two City teams team. they should have beaten comfortably, they beat comfortably. Yeah. And now I just need them to win a game within single digits. When they play Clinton, Clinton's a good team. They'll play them at Bishop Foley in a showcase uh, this Sunday. Win a game by eight points. Maybe not for them, but just for my own psyche. <laughs> when I see like, okay, they found a way to finish out a game. Because Clinton's, again, a good team. Move to three and seven, really get some confidence going because it's an uphill battle the rest of the way in the league, and they technically do need a little bit of help. But I wouldn't be surprised if the St. Clair team just kept slowly inching back towards 500. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned only three kids from Marine City scored. Marysville had eight kids score in their game last night, but nobody got to double digits. Their, their leading scorer was Cole Moran, who scored nine, and I think he got all nine in the second half on three three-pointers, and I think two of them came in the fourth quarter. Um, the, the good news for Marysville is a lot of kids scored. They played a good second half, and Lakeview kept their starters in for a lot of the second half, so it wasn't like Marysville was doing it against bench guys. The fifth-quarter JV kids. Yeah, no. Uh, the, the second half was 27-22 for Lakeview. The problem was is that there was no contest in the first half. Lakeview scored the first 11, then Marysville got three. Lakeview scored the next 11, then Marysville uh, made a, a free throw. At halftime, they were down 31-5, to and you're not coming back from that. No. Um, and I don't know what was said in the locker room, but something was said in the locker room because they didn't even come out and warm up at halftime. Like most teams come out with two right. minutes left and they warm up. Marysville, they had to go down and say, come on out, guys, to start the second half um, because they, they were just getting to the door as the clock was buzzing and their starters basically came out on the floor and everybody else went to the bench. They didn't even have time to do a shoot around. They played a better second half. And they played a much better second half. But they end up losing 58-27 to Lakeview, who stays unbeaten in uh, league and goes to 8-1 and overall. Lakeview also had eight kids score. So that's about 16 different kids score in this that's game. A, that's a lot that's in one That's a night. lot. Uh, but Matt Ritter led the way. He had 22. He was the only kid in the entire game 
to get more than nine. Um, and uh, he's pretty good. Yeah, um, he's been pretty good for Lakeview. Yeah, he, he, he's a good player. And they've got two bigs, um, Gordon and Hassan. If you could combine these guys into one player, you would have like a Joel Embiid player. <laughs> Hassan's got the moves, and and he handles the ball all right. He just doesn't finish well at the rim, and Gordon doesn't really handle the ball very well, but he finishes at the rim. Right. So if you could kind of put what the two have together, not only would you have a, a, a six-foot-seven beast, but you'd have a six-foot-seven beast that I don't think anybody can stop. So let's stick in the Max Silver, and this was a disappointing one. Port Huron went down to Madison – and was on the wrong end of an overtime game. They were up eight in the fourth quarter. They lose in overtime to Madison, 64-57. And that one hurts because you could have went to 3-0 and in league, could have set up a big matchup with Lakeview, still looking for that first road win. That's one that maybe come the end of the season they're looking back on and going, damn, if we just got that Madison game. We'd be setting up for a winner-take-all game against Lakeview and Port Huron. Well, I, I'm still encouraged, though, be, because this is a, a game in past years where PH might have gone down to Madison and not been competitive. You know, might have lost this game by 25. Um, so I'm going to try to take the positive out of this and say, look, we come away from this going, we should have won. We can compete with these guys. We can play with these teams, um, and we'll get these guys at home. Well, they have to go to Lakeview next, and that was a chance for them to go back over 500. That, Yeah, that's just a game that leaves a sour taste in my mouth because after Lakeview, hey, you get Marine City and Marysville back-to-back, a chance to rack up wins. If you beat Madison here, it sets up a huge matchup with Lakeview, if you can get that one, all of a sudden we're talking about winning six, chance to win seven, eight in a row. And really get this team on a roll. It's a. It's hopefully it's just a speed bump. They again they still technically control their own destiny. But now going to Lakeview is a can't lose game. Yeah, but I I, I still like the direction they're going, and I still like the way they're they're playing, um, and I still have hopes for this big red team. Uh, if they won the silver, Brady, let, let's be honest, we would have been surprised. We would have been, eh. we would have been happy about it. And they still might. I mean, it's not over. They're a game out, and and they play three games with the two teams that are in front of them, and two of those games are a PH. I don't know. I think they have the talent, too. I think they match up well with every team. I think they're a team that should be competing for the silver, and maybe Madison's a little better team than I thought, but that's a game that if you win, you're. I'm just feeling really good about the Big Reds, really good about going into Lakeview now. You can atone for that by beating Lakeview and Lakeview knocking them off, and all of a sudden everyone has at least one loss in the silver, and it's wide open going for basically the second time around. Yeah. Um, and, again, the, the road thing is a little bit of a, a bugaboo and a problem, um, but uh, I, I think at PH um, they're obviously a better team. And, and, and that, that's not the first team in the world that we've said that about. No, but they play a whole heck of a lot of road games in the yeah. second half of the season because they were at home a lot in the first half. But, I, I again, 
The St. Clair road game, okay, that's going to be a tough road game. The Lakeview road game, that's going to be a tough road game. But I expect PH to handle business when they go to Marine City and Marysville. I do too. I do too. So that one was a little disappointing. What wasn't was Northern just doing what they do and beating Romeo by 27 points like it was no big deal, 76-59. And, you know, it's not a common thing to see high school basketball teams score in the 60s and 70s nightly. And Port here on Northern is averaging 70 points a game. Yeah. Averaging. But, again, when you look at what they have, I mean, obviously it helps when you've got a Tyler Jamison who could put in 25. Yes, and that's what he did last night. But And this time, it was Cam Haru with 19. The game before, it was Alex Jamison with 18. You always know that one of those guys is going to contribute and because they've got Amir, they've got Maher. You know, you know that this season, when you look at it, they're three, four, sometimes five guys deep with their scoring, and they're getting contribution. Guys are coming off the bench and giving contributions, um, and and, and here's that's the biggest, why they're able to get where they're getting. Here's the biggest thing with that that they couldn't do last year is now if Tyler Jamison needs to come off the floor for two minutes, they can do it and not worry about it. Where last year you take Tyler Jamison off the floor and it's kind of like, all right, let, don't mess this up. Just, just keep, keep water at its level. Don't let them go on a run. Let Tyler go get a drink of water before he comes back to the scorer's table. Where now, hey, there's a minute left to go in the first quarter. All right, get Tyler out, give him a rest, and put him in the start of the second quarter. All right, it's almost halftime. Yeah, let, let's get Tyler out before half and give him just a little extra rest. And you don't have to worry about it. Teams won't just go and trap right away. And that's a, I think that's a factor that's going to help Tyler down the road where he, we don't have to worry about him running out of gas or getting beat up because you can rest him, and especially when you're winning by 20, he's not playing a whole lot of fourth quarters. Yeah, I, I think back to the, the district uh, two years ago the, during the COVID, they're playing Dakota on a Saturday, mm. and uh, at halftime, Northern had a chance, and Tyler hadn't come out of the game, and he he'd put them on, on his back, and it was go, 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 but there was a point – in the third quarter where he was gassed, um, and they had to. They had to, and exactly what you were talking about, a close game became a very lopsided game in a very short period of time mm-hmm. because he was doing everything, and they just didn't have anybody else who could handle the ball against Dakota's pressure, and all of a sudden a uh, three-, four-, or five-point game was in double digits, and they had to put him back on the floor. Yeah, and I'm going to say again, this Northern team is going to be has a, the chance to be very special. I'm going to say it every time they do this to a team, and they're taking it one game at a time, and they haven't had a slip-up yet, knock on wood. But they've 
been doing what they've needed to do. And I'm going to repeat that Tyler Jamison should very seriously be a Mr. Basketball, not just candidate, but a finalist because he is routinely putting up 25. He's playing in the Mac White, so he's doing it against Ike and Romeo. And, well, he'll get a chance against Gross Point North and, and New Haven, but he did it against Hamtram. He did it against Ann Arbor Skyline. Teams that you have to do it against to get the attention of a lot of people around the state and Port here on Northern is. And they just need to keep going one game at a time. Next week is a big week for them. They start off with a home game against New Haven before they go to Gross Point North. You go 2-0 and next week. Sorry, I'm taking the guardrails off the hype train because then you went through the Mac White the first time undefeated. That'd be like 15 straight league games they've won in a row. Yeah, take care of New Haven at home because I think that's a game you can win. I think you're much more battle-tested than New Haven. I think they have a much stronger resume than New Haven, and I think they're just a better team than New Haven. And I think they might be place. deeper than them, yes. too. Do it at your place. Your fans have been awesome. Northern has probably had the biggest home court advantage of any team so far this season. Keep that up. Get New Haven at home, and then you set up a matchup with Gross Point North to stay undefeated in Mac White play because you and Gross Point North are the only two teams undefeated. They beat New Haven the first time around. Yeah. And 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 people are are excited. Like the gym is packed for for Northern games now. Oh, people- he's much wa- he, we said it last year. He's must watch basketball. But but uh, again, it's not just him though this time around. That's the thing. And you mm-hmm. know, he's going to have a game Brady where he scores 40 this year. Oh. For sure, you know when, it when they need it. Five seventy game, but, but yeah, but they don't need it right now because the freshmen aren't playing like freshmen. No, no. I, it's funny. I talk to other coaches around the area, and I just go, "What would you do to have a trio of freshmen like that?" And they just look at me, and they're like, there, "There's not a lot of things I wouldn't do to have three <laughs> to know that for the next three years after this one, I have a trio of players that is going to be sensational." Yeah. That that's impressive. So, just Northern keeps doing what they're doing, and I'm going to rave about them every single time they do it. And next week's a big one, and I we're going to have to fight over who gets to go do the New Haven game because <laughs> that's right. one of the biggest games we'll have on the schedule next week. Well, we'll we'll figure it out. We we usually do things hmm. fairly. I've actually seen them a couple of times in a row, so it'll probably be you. Well, we'll see. I don't even know what else is going on yeah, next week, but I just know that we'll look at that. That's that's a big one, and that that's a really big one for Northern. There's some interesting games uh, tonight that uh, we'll talk about when we come back. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-87. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Brady Beaton here again to tell you about TP Logos. TP Logos has everything you could want when it comes to local high school apparel. Head to their store at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville and check out their brand new extended showroom. Their already impressive selection has now doubled. I guarantee if you go into TP Logos, you will find something you love for your local team. If they don't have what you like, they'll custom make 
make something just for you. That's TP Logos at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810 this is Nash Phillips. I'm a class of 2022 senior and varsity football player at Port Huron High. As a Port Huron School student, I get to experience an education with the most athletic, extracurricular, and academic opportunities in the region. The district provides personal success for all students because each Port Huron School's journey is unique and special. I know I'm supported by my teachers and everyone in the district, both in the classroom and on the football field. I also know they care about my well-being each and every day. Port Huron Schools have prepared me for anything I choose to do with my future. Please go to www.phasd.us and our social media for the latest updates on Port Huron Schools. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. They have the area's best selection of pickups and SUVs. And now Kaywood Auto is offering corrosion-free rust proofing. Call 987-3030. That's 987-3030 to make an appointment. Voted 2021 Best of the Best and President's Award winner plus 2022 Dealer of the Year, Kaywood Auto is open Saturdays 9 until 2. Visit www.kaywoodauto to make an appointment. Kaywood Auto has been serving the Blue Water area for over 100 years. Hello, this is Tim Sheridan, owner of Sheridan Real Estate and Insurance in Lexington, a family tradition that started back in 1925 with Grandpa Sheridan. Promoting trust, care, and excellence, Sheridan is dedicated to understanding and taking care of all your needs. Respected throughout the community and dedicated, Sheridan is a proud supporter of local activities like high school athletics. For all your real estate and insurance needs, please go to our website at SheridanAgency.com. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right, welcome back, Dennis and uh, Brady. Uh, there are uh, some uh, some other games going. I'm just uh, looking at this. Let's start with the ladies and uh, some Mac games tonight. Cousin O'Marysville, you kind of touched on it, but this is kind of a big game. Yeah, Marysville, if they win this one, they're setting themselves up for another league title. And up in the MAC balloon against basically all schools that are bigger than them and significantly bigger than them. You get this one at home, take care of business, because I believe Southlake is the next one they have to start the the second go-around. I believe they opened with Southlake last time, and they get them at home as well. Yeah, um, we also mentioned we think Marine City should take care of business on the road at Roseville. Uh, and St. Clair is home to Frazier tonight. That's, That's a, big a big game. One. That is a big one, a tricky one. St. Clair wants to set up that rematch against Marine City that could have big league title implications, win that game. All right, uh, Northern on the road at Utica. After you beat Romeo, Northern, you got to go win this game. Yes, go win on the road. Get, the, get a nice league win on the road. Like I said, stack these wins. Build the confidence. I know they're feeling good. Be confident. Don't be cocky on the road because 
the way you might be looking at Utica might be the way Romeo was looking at you before that last game. PH uh, is home tonight to Gross Point North. They're 4-0 and 9-1 and overall. Um, this would be huge if the Big Reds could get this win. Yeah, 6 o'clock start tonight. Port Huron, I mean, they, they have a good chance in their own gym. Muck it up. Do what you did to Lance Cruz North. Play your brand of basketball. Don't play what Lance Cruz or Gross Point North wants to play. Handle the pressure and just make it a slugfest because that's where you thrive. They thrive in the mud. Uh, and uh, one girls BWAC game, Elmont is home to uh, Richmond. Um, everybody else played last night. Right. So. Uh, all right, let's get to the uh, the boys now. And uh, actually, the, it's the BWAC games that are really the marquee games tonight. So you've got Imlay City at Crosslex to start. And just, just kind of a rivalry, huh? Just a little bit of a rivalry. And again, nobody's been able to dethrone Crosslex. The 1819 yet. season was the last time they lost to a BWAC team. You know, it is that's the last of the big streaks that's still standing. Is there anybody that's going to challenge them until Richmond? I'm not going to say Emily City isn't. I'm going to give everyone their fair shake. And but Cross Lex is at home. You have to be Northern to beat them at home. That's now, the kind of competition it takes. Now, I don't think Richmond's going to stub their toe, but they have to go into Elmont tonight and that's a, if you're not focused you can stub your toe game yeah because Almont out they lost to Crosslex big but they've been playing competitive with teams Friday night don't look ahead take care of business on the road and if you're Almont hey play spoiler figure out a way because Richmond did lose a game on the road last year remember they lost to Yale and Yale wasn't as good as they were this year they lost on the road in kind of a surprising game don't want that to be the same spot for the Blue Devils because, well, selfishly, I want an undefeated Richmond going into Crosslex. Yeah, and, and we'd have two take-care-of-business games tonight, basically. Mm -hmm. Armada, take-care-of-business at home against North Branch. Yale, take-care-of-business at home against Algonac. Yale needs a get-right game. And this is an opportunity to do that. Yeah, because they've lost a couple in a row, and they need to get back on track. They have they haven't recovered from that cross-lex loss yet. Uh, speaking of recovered, because I, I can't make Mooney out. I can't make heads or tails of this basketball team that I think is really good, but records-wise isn't where I thought they'd be. I mean, uh, I, what are they, 5-3 and three now? I don't know. 5-3 and three is not a bad record, but I just felt like they'd be better than 5-3 and three at this point. Right, yeah, because you know they're talented, but you also know they always play an absolute just gauntlet yeah. of a schedule. Well, it, they, I mean, they got the gauntlet tonight on the road. Yeah, they're 5-3, and three and they've lost their last two. They go to Detroit Loyola. If they win this game, yeah, forget about the other three losses. That's as big of a win. I mean, Loyola's probably the favorite in D3, like the heavy favorite in D3. Because after this one, you have Everest and Hackett coming up. Loyola should be a very tough game down at Loyola. I guess my only advice, don't play scared. Because if you play scared, if you get off the bus and you're scared, it's 10 nothing before the ball tips. Yeah. 
Uh, and I don't think they will, but I just boy, because again, it's it's Loyola. So if if they lose, there's a part of me going, "Well, that's a tough game." But there's that other part of me that goes, "Ooh, a three game losing streak." It just doesn't feel right. That's why the Lutheran North loss at home stings. Because that's a game you can win, feel good going into a game against Loyola. You lose to Liggett by four. They've had two close losses. And, yeah, they know Loyola's a wagon. Just, again, don't play scared. Don't be down 10 nothing before you get in the locker room. Because that happens to a lot of teams when you play a, a, a quality opponent like this. Uh, my, my hated... Evil Alma Mater is hosting a, a really nice tournament this weekend. There's games Saturday and Sunday. On Sunday, uh, St. Clair boys are there to play Clinton, and Richmond boys play uh, Berkeley. It's 1.30 and 3 o'clock. The games are back-to-back. Uh, but those are the other two big games this weekend, and they're on Sundays. Yes, yeah, so uh, that that's a chance for St. Clair. Hey, win a close game. Beat a good team. Beat a team that has a little bit of clout behind them, and build some confidence going back into league play. And for Richmond, hey, you want to be taken state, be thought of as state good, chance to go down to a showcase and beat a, a solid team from outside the area and really build up your clout. I know you're starting to get ranked. The D-Zone has them about in the 50-ish range for the top 100 but if you want to be state good, that's when you get in the top 30, top 25 in the state. This is a chance to really flex your muscles against an out-of-area team. All right. Uh, that's all I got. You got anything else? I don't have anything else. Okay. Everybody have a, a great weekend and survive Friday the 13th. Um, I didn't think we were going to do it when the way this show started today, um, but it ended up being all right. <laughs> From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is Stuck on Sports.